Hey everyone, this is Pavlina from Scarecrow Studio and you're now listening to Real Dudes Podcast. This week on Real Dudes Podcast, we splurge about the Star Wars uh, convention, celebration, celebration, Star Wars convention, celebration, all of it, all about Star Wars. We, we um, are going to discuss in our off topic, uh, but before we get into our off topic and before we get into our news, uh, Heads Up Games was so nice to send us a code on Nintendo Switch of Troomerbrook, and I had... Uh, the pleasure of reviewing that game, so uh, hold on to your butts, sit back and relax. Uh, the review will be coming up just here in a moment, and you'll be able to find out what my impressions were of Trooberbrook. Welcome to the Realist of Dudes podcast. We've done this once this week. Let's do it again. <laughs> Let's just jump into it. My name is Kyle, and with me, I've got Andrew. What's going on? I've got Carrington. Hey, hey, hey. And we've got returning amazing guest, Mr. Jordan. What's up? I'm having a breadstick. Oh, Fazoli's? No, Papa John's. Oh. <laughs> boy, yo, yo. <laughs> um, and later in this episode, uh, we will have uh, Cody joining us as well to talk about uh, Risk of Rain and um, uh, some Star Wars stuff as well. So to get into this episode, uh, we have got a review, Trooberbrook by Head Up Games. And then, like I said, we will be talking about some news, which includes Risk of Rain 2, which is in early access, and then Star Wars Celebration, which I'm sure all of you are excited for the announcements that have been announced this year. Oh, yeah. So, Kyle. So, yes? You played a little game. Yes. was gifted to us by a certain developer. Yes, so um, I guess we'll get right into this. Head Up Games sent us a code for Trooberbrook on the Nintendo Switch. And while I'm rambling on here, I'm going to pull my notes up. <laughs> because I know last time that we talked about this, I didn't pull my notes up. And I realized I missed a couple things that I wanted to discuss. Um, so... I had discovered this game as normal. I looked through upcoming games through Switch, Xbox, and Steam. And I saw this, and I watched the trailer, and I thought, man, that looks like an awesome game. And the the background of the game itself is it's set in the late 1960s in the small town of Trooperbrook. And you play as a character by the name of Hans Tanner. Hans Tannhauser. <laughs> so... Does it take place in, like, Germany or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And this character is an astrophysicist, and you are exploring the history and the nature of the small town of Trubrook. Um 
which eventually unfold into like this sci-fi like mystery-esque type game uh i guess i could relate it more to like a a twin peaks or a x-files or, or no, no not x-files a um uh twilight zone type of game like an episode like this th- when i thought of this game i thought of like a twilight zone episode or a long movie i guess or a long okay. episode so to say you didn't hear the uh the infamous x-files theme song no the whistle no no okay. but it, it, it's very much like that kind of strange sci-fi type okay um the cool things that i i really appreciated with what head up games did with this uh this game itself was one um the voice acting so you know we don't get a lot of of indie games that include voice acting in it right uh, there's a lot of um written dialogue on the screen this had voice acting from the beginning of the game till the end of the game and for someone who doesn't care for reading i appreciated <laughs> that <laughs> so question though on a scale of 1 to 10 how good was the voice acting though um 7 i'd say that's pretty solid so it, it, it there was there was I think from the beginning of the game to the end of the game, I enjoyed it, but there were points in the game that I thought was like, eh, that was corny or that was unnecessary. So was it the fault of the writing or the voice acting? The writing. And okay. and sometimes the voice acting. Like, there was maybe not certain emotion displayed through the voice acting in certain mm-hmm. sections. I thought, like, it could have been done better. But But, like I said, like, this is... I don't know. These people may have not voice acted before. The voices I didn't recognize, but say if it was their first game that they voice acted for, or if it was mm-hmm. one of their first few games, like it was done in a very, very well done uh, way. Okay, I, I'd say that's pretty fair then. Yeah. Uh, the 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 biggest thing that I really appreciated about the game was the artwork, the design, and I know like if you guys had a chance to look at it. Um, it reminded me of a Wallace and Gromit type of a film or Jordan, you mentioned earlier, um, Coraline Coraline, which I really like that movie. Yeah. Um, I don't, so, but you know, <laughs> I respect it. it. It's done. Like it, it looks like a, it, it's all hand drawn, but it looks like, uh, was it claymation kind yeah. of it's all hand drawn. Yeah, it wow. is hand drawn art. So if you go to to their like their uh, what's the their website, you can see some of the concept art done. It's all just hand drawn. I did see and some. It is quite impressive. Yeah. yeah, very much impressive. That is impressive. Uh, the game is a point and click adventure. So like a day the tentacle, a monkey island, island type thing, Lucas Arts. Yeah, old school type deal going on. Uh, yeah, so um, I, playing on the Switch, mm-hmm. left thumbstick moves your character, right thumbstick moves the cursor. Okay. So your character moves across the screen. Your cursor moves to the points of interest on the screen. Um, th- now was it hard to control? Because that sounds kind of awkward. Uh. Yeah, kind of. Um, I hate going into the things that disappointed me about the game, but 
Mm-hmm. If we're really looking at it, that was a huge downfall for me. Um, the the character got caught on a lot of things on the on the level, like on the the map. And the cursor itself seemed like it had a mind of its own. So I I would notice like if I moved it to the left or the right, it would start to veer to the left on its own, not near a point of interest or anything. And that mm-hmm. kind of irritated me throughout the game. So I want to say I got through the game a lot quicker than nor- than what it would have been, but because of the fact that I had to fight the the cursor to get back to a certain area, it made it difficult to play through it. And I know that that they had mentioned there will be a day one patch. I don't know if this was covered in the day one patch, but if if it wasn't, I really think that that head up games should take a look at the way that the cursor was moving across the screen because it's frustrating. And for a point and click adventure game where you're not super involved with the controls of the game you know that little detail should be paid attention to and should be um made easier for the player to control okay okay do do you think this would fit more a better better being better suited for a pc as opposed to a switch game yes yeah for the for the mouse aspect yes very much so Mm -hmm. um or touchscreen on the Switch. I thought it would be touchscreen. Like halfway through my gameplay, I was like, man, I wonder if I touch on this point, if it'll work. It doesn't work. If they can incorporate touchscreen with that, it'd make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, the game deals with a lot of puzzles. So you're like, you're doing fetch quests. So you're looking for either keys to get into a certain door, you're looking for certain um, items to. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're looking for items to progress into the story. The character is a quantum physicist, and he is trying to make a certain item to uh, to. All right, so hold on, we're gonna stop here for a second. Like, not the podcast, but if you're listening to this and you don't want it spoiled, um, skip ahead for like a minute or something. All right. Uh, do you want me to make like a like an echoey announcement? No. <laughs> yeah, if you yes, like, go ahead. Yes. All right, go. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Too much? No, no, that was perfect. perfect. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, man, Jordan, it'd be awesome if you could teach me your powers. Wink, wink. I mean, uh, whoa. Okay. Continue as to what you were saying. All right. So, you, the story itself, you're in a small town. Weird things start to happen. You're a quantum physicist. And then you realize that you can, uh, there are multiple dimensions that you can kind of teleport back and forth to. And that there's someone that is trying to take advantage of, of those dimensions to reach a certain someone. So, your fetch quests involve you trying to build this machine in order to jump back and forth to those dimensions to correct messed up, you know, messed up things that the like the protagonist antagonist antagonist is the bad guy right yes antagonist yes, is the yes. best guy protagonist yes. is you're the trying you're guy. trying you're trying to prevent the antagonist from getting away with the things that he or she is doing oh um and literally everything that you're doing is is a fetch quest so this thing goes here that thing goes there uh the game starts out pretty slow 
But as you're getting into the mystery and as, you know, weird things start to take place, it, it picks up pretty good within the first hour. And then, uh, let's see. Well, I, I, pretty, I pretty much covered all that. I had it, like, within. Uh, let's see. The last thing that I really wanted to cover, um, the map's not very big in the game, but towards, like, the last chapter or two, they integrate fast traveling, which I think is terrible to integrate at the, at the like, the last hour <laughs> of the game. So, there's... I, that makes zero sense to me. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> because I've played a few point-and-click adventure games in my day. Fast travel is not a feature that is normally used. So the fact that it is implemented towards the end of the game confuses me more. You have a lot of jumping around on the map to do on the end of the game. But still, just, I don't know, just the idea of it being put into the the game after you've played, like, I think two to three hours of the game is just kind of weird. Because like, the, the game itself is not very long. I think it took me about four or five hours to beat. And the puzzles in the game might be the highlight of the game because they are difficult. They make you think and they make you like really have to pay attention to what you're doing. So I appreciated that because it's not like, uh, oh, go here to go here, go here to go there. It's like, uh, well, there's certain items that you can pick up or search for, which, you know, they could have made it a lot easier, but they, they made it challenging to a point to where you actually have to think about what you're doing. So, I don't know. The game has a lot of ups. It has some downs. I enjoyed my time with it, but like I said, there there is more boring parts for me than there were like exciting parts of the game. So, was this another Hello Neighbor for you, but or not quite that level? I think it was better than Hello Neighbor. Um, I had high expectations for the game, but the the expectations were not met when I played through the game. Uh, tell you something interesting that the game did. So, I noticed about halfway through going, I just want to check the options and see the things that I was able to adjust and fix. There was a kids mode in the game. Now, the game was not rated M. I don't think it's even rated T. I can't. I, I can't remember, but. There is still a kids mode. And so I, I thought it would just point out clues, make the game a little easier than what it was. But after rereading the email that Head Up Games had sent me, there were things in the game that they had taken out that they thought that were inappropriate for children. Such Which, as? Uh, cigarette smoking, like people smoking on screen. And then there was also a situation where you, um, how do I word this? Where you traded an item for another item, and the item that you traded was kind of, um, kind of adult themed, I guess you could say. Definitely out of the ordinary. Something that may not be appropriate for children. Okay. Okay. So, um, the, the fact that they took that out of the game because for switching to kid mode, I mean that, that to me is somewhat impressive because you don't see that in a whole lot of games nowadays. No, so. you don't. I mean, you do see like kids modes as like in for 
let's say Nintendo games, for example, where it makes the game easier or more accessible yeah. for a younger audience, but not cutting content where, out. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You don't see that very often. Yeah. Which is nice. I mean, e- even with the things that were on there, I don't think it would really be bothersome, but mm-hmm. it's still nice that, you know, they took that into consideration. So in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. what would you rate this game? I would give it a 6.5 out of 10. So not terrible. Pretty solid. No, not at yeah. all. Pretty solid. Not terrible. Um, if you enjoy point-and-click adventures, I think you would really enjoy this game. If you enjoy sci-fi, uh, X-Files-esque, if you enjoy like Twin Peaks, like this game is right up that alley of like so basically, weird small town. If mm-hmm. you enjoy the first two Fallout games, you'll like this game. I don't know. I never played the first two Fallout they're, games. They're point and click sci-fi. They are point and click. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. But is there more action? Like, there's hardly any action in this. I think like the last chapter has action in it, and I can't go into the last chapter of the game at all, just because they told me not to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't want you to either, because it yeah. sounds like there's something. There's it's, some sort of twist or something well, like that. It, it's one of those games where you play it once, and you're done. Okay. Okay. So, so there's ah. no reason to replay it per se. No, there's no replayability to it. Well. Well, okay, hold on, hold on. I will say this. I have replayed games that have zero replayability. Like, my favorite game, Beyond Good and Evil, has zero replayability, but I still go back to it and play it. Right. And this, I I forgot, this game has two options at the end of the game that you can make. uh, Two choices, and and they play all differently. So I guess you could replay it to that aspect, but once I was done with the game, I was done. I, I had no interest in replaying it again. Okay. Okay, I I'll so. I'll take that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like I said, I enjoyed my time with it, but it was not, you know, it was not my favorite. And I do think, like, because I absolutely adore their art style with the game. There are things in the game that I absolutely love. Like, there are certain sections in the, in the music that I love. Uh, there's a certain scene where you're listening to a concert be played in the game and you get to choose certain options for the concert that I thought was genius. The concert? Um, well, I'm not going to go into detail about that, but there are certain okay. things like, yeah, <laughs> um, that I absolutely loved and I would love to see them create another game. I'd love to see them create that game with better controlling with the character and the cursor and, and um, possibly like more action. But that's personal preference, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Anyways. That's... Uh, <laughs> we'll stop there. That is uh, True Rook by Head Up Games. Uh, you can pick it up now on Nintendo Switch. And, uh, yeah. I mean, if you like point-and-click adventures, if you like sci-fi, if you like... Uh, uh, what did I say? Twin Peaks and uh, Twilight Zone. This might be a game that you would really want to check out. And enjoy these Hey everyone, this week's episode of Real Dudes Podcast is brought to you by Skinit. Based out of San Diego, these guys and gals allow you to personalize your own electronic devices from smartphones, everyone has smartphones, to gaming devices. I would be surprised if you're listening to this podcast and you don't own a gaming device, to laptops, and much more. Their products is the highest of quality using 3M adhesive vinyl with patented air release technology think of that air released 
all gone. That leaves no residue at all, which that's very impressive. So express yourself by creating something new and unique to yourself, uh, or use one of their top brands uh, to show other people what you like. That's right, ladies and gents. If you're looking for custom electronic devices, then Skinit is for you. Head on over to www.skinit.com. Use promo code RealDudes25 at checkout to receive 25% off today. My name is Katie Cakes, and I am the host of Cake Bites, a podcast adventure through gaming history. I am just inviting you to come along with me on that journey while I interview people who have worked in and around the industry for the last 30 plus years to learn about their experiences and their perspectives to learn more about an industry that is continuously evolving. I hope you guys will join me every two weeks when I release a new episode of the show on all major podcasting platforms. You can learn more about the show at kickbites.com. Welcome back to Real News Podcast. I guarantee you that you absolutely love those ads. And going from our ads to our news, some big news this week. Uh, Cuphead has released on Switch. It did? It did. Bro, yes, I got yes, to download that. Shoot. All right. Thank you for reminding me. I appreciate that. Have you played Cuphead, Jordan? Of course. Yeah, I have what it on my you, PC. All right. What are your thoughts on this game? It's a great game. I mean, I haven't. Okay. I haven't beaten it but that's just because i'm not good at video games okay <laughs> i enjoy the art style i appreciate all the work that went into it the music is amazing has the dlc released yet with the uh the the female cuphead character not on switch i don't think I'll have to because, check that. because I know I know with the switch they are wanting to wait till all the dlc is downloaded or been um put onto the switch before they release a physical uh, copy of the game okay gotcha um but yeah i mean cuphead itself is fantastic great platformer if you want to punch a hole in your tv this is a game to get <laughs> <laughs> or snap your switch in half or snap your switch in half uh it is 20 bucks on the eShop right now um it is one of the best indie titles that released on in 2018 and I will okay. say too, like as even though I want to punch my screen whenever I play that game, it is still fantastic. Yeah, I oh yeah, completely. Uh, uh, Andrew, you say something? I just said debatable, but okay, debatable. <laughs> What's debatable? <laughs> okay, hold on. Yeah, because okay. All right, are we about to go into a 20 minute discussion of how Cuphead <laughs> is not a good video game? All right, present your argument. This must be your I first time you recording with Andrew. There we go. No, they've recorded before. No, the last time Andrew was here, Jordan was here, actually. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, um, I completely lost my thought about Andrew Cuphead. said it was debatable. I completely lost my thought about Cuphead. All right. Uh, the thing that I was going to say is I have a buddy that did download the game. He's been waiting for it to come out on Switch. Oh, okay. And he downloaded it, and he told me that he's been playing it for three hours a day, and he's got the second island. That's actually pretty <laughs> impressive. That yeah, impressive. I thought so too. Like, because that game is so hard. It is ridiculously hard. And I think it's it is a calling for the old school gamer, like people that appreciate platforms and stuff. And the challenge, like that game, hits every point for that kind of gamer. And single player games. 
Mm-hmm. Also co-op games, though. Yeah, couch co-op. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, which I have not played Cuphead couch co-op, and I would love to. So, Jordan, come June, when you and I will be staying in a hotel in the same yes. area. Yes. Totally. Oh, I thought it was in July, but whatever, that's fine. Maybe it's July. One of those days. Um, I was gonna say that sounds a little, you know, bromancey. It does. <laughs> it's just two dudes hanging out in a hotel. We're not staying in the same room. Just embassy, you know. Jeez. Uh, all right. So Cuphead is out. Uh, pick it up. I mean, seriously, do yourself a favor. If you like platformers, if you like challenges, this game is for you. And you hate uh, yourself. And you hate yourself. <laughs> oh, I well gotta pick this one up. Put. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, I know Cody, when Carrington and I recorded the other day, the recording completely bombed on us. Uh, we had mentioned that the games that you had picked out for RDP have been on point. I mean, you picked out uh, Retimed, which everyone that has played it around me has absolutely loved the game. And most recently, in our chat, you had put Risk of Rain 2. Yeah. So, uh, because it's in early access, I don't feel like it's a, you know, it probably would be best to do a, a actual review on the game. But you've had some time with it. I've had some time with it. Carrington's had some time with it. I think Jordan's had some time with it as well. I've had a I lot mean, of time with it. <laughs> your initial thoughts, Cody, like, what do you think of this game? And then we'll just kind of go around the table. And, and if you want... Go ahead and talk about your play session you had before the game as well, or before the recording tonight as well. So, as of, I don't know, this episode, I think uh, Risk of Rain is my favorite roguelike, or favorite, I, I don't know, it might yeah. be my game of year, I don't know, who cares, but Ooh. it's, wow. it's, I like roguelikes, but the fact that it's, like, it's, it's 3D, it's not your... Uh, like scroll platform or whatnot, like um, like a Dead Cells kind of thing. Yeah, not like Dead Cells. It's but Dead Cells is so good. I know. I like Dead Cells a lot too, but it's very linear. It's very you're, different. You're going yeah. one way, yeah, or up or down type thing. You can here you can move around the map however you see fit. You can. There's uh, a Z axis. Yeah, and it's uh, it's very nice. And the fact that you can choose how you want to play based on your character selection. And then you you build the type of play you want to do by the items you equip. So, it, go ahead. Question, question about the game, because you and I, I think we find different, we find games differently. Like, I looked through the shop and stuff. How did you come across this game? YouTube. Uh, one of my favorite YouTubers. Um is most of the time an indie game YouTuber. Just does a lot of stuff that interests him, and he was playing this one with his friends, which is another cool thing. It's multiplayer, so you can play with friends, like what we did before this episode. But uh, he was just playing with his friends, and I'm like, oh, this looks really neat. I'm going to look it up on Steam and ended up buying it and convincing you guys to get it too. Apparently, Carrington heard of this game long before I did, or heard of its prequel. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I may or may not have had Risk of Rain 1 since 2014, according to Steam. Th- that was a pretty harsh or may not. <laughs> <laughs> but I really have had it since 2014, and the problem is, 
it is in the sea of Steam games that I own, I have never touched. So it's been in my Steam library and my 400 plus games that I have yet to touch, unfortunately. So, so in summation, Carrington has way too much time on his hands and loves to research things. <laughs> way too much money, apparently. And that. Well, I actually well, had, had. had. Well, here's the thing, though, too. <laughs> Back in the day, so 2014, I was in my senior year in college. So that would mean I probably got through, got Risk of Rain 1 through a Humble Bundle, most likely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Humble Bundle is just how you get Great. every game in your game library and then never play Pretty any much. of them. Exactly. I yeah. own the entire Batman Arkham games on PC because of Humble Bundle. Nice. Which are fantastic games. They're They're fantastic. All, uh, everyone except Arkham Origins is fantastic. Yeah, I would say Origins but, doesn't count. It doesn't but I count. enjoyed Origins. That's nice. Moving on. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, that is, <laughs> that is the reason why. Game. That was yeah. great. I was just going to say, though, but that is the reason why I, I, like, I am aware of Risk of Rain. And so when Risk of Rain 2 was announced and I started hearing about it, I'm like, huh. I didn't know that game was that popular enough to, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Be made to a sequel. Yeah, to justify a sequel, basically. And not only that, but Gearbox, the makers of Borderlands, Ugh. are publishing Risk of Ring 2. So, so here, like, that adds to it for me. Here's, here's a question. So is there, I haven't seen Risk of Rain 1. Mm-hmm. There's, is there a pretty big difference between the two? The biggest difference I've seen is that Risk of Rain 1 is 2D. So it's it's kind of oh, like your dead oh. cells. Okay. Um, and then in Risk of Rain 2, there's an even greater risk of rain. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a rain of exactly. arrows upon my enemies. <laughs> took an arrow to the knee. Wow. Uh, but hey, keep in mind, I haven't call. touched Risk of hey, one, Rain listen. 1. Oh wait, no, it wasn't 2009. That game released. That in was 2011. 2011. 2011 yeah. called. Yeah, because oh remember it was 11, 11, 11. It was all, yeah, all of the market. I do remember that. Yep. All right. Uh, so, um, you know, with with Risk Rain Two being published by Gearbox, like, and, and there being an association between that game and Borderlands to some degree, like, can you tell that Borderlands might be somewhat? related into the game whether it be the art direction whether it be the enemies you fight whether it be your gear that you use so borderlands has a very cell shaded type look but it's also very unique in how it's done uh risk of rain 2 also has like that kind of like cell shady type <clears throat> art style going for it but like it kind of is but it kind of isn't like it's got that nice balance to it which i appreciate and also, I well actually that's really it. I mean, the uh, that the two share between Borderlands and Risk of Rain Two. Okay. Um, Risk of Rain Two is um, random, and the fact that how you move on from level to level is random. Um, so I guess kind of sort of. I mean, that's really stretching it because Borderlands has random weapons. So I may, maybe if you want to tie those two together sure but um it's really i don't really see a um i don't see one inspiring the other kind of thing in this okay. deal okay well 
So this game is in early access, which means that they still have a lot of work to do. Which is fine, cause it, but it doesn't also feel like an early access game. And I think everyone here who's played it can attest to that. Like, it doesn't... It's not super buggy. And it's not like, oh, man. It's only missing X, uh, ABC to get to XYZ. I mean, it is, but it doesn't... It's not in your face like other early access right. games. To put it in other terms... Anthem is still worse than this is in early access. Uh, <laughs> and, and this is only a third of the cost of Anthem. Why did you have to bring that up? I spent $60. Oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was a bit. I didn't buy the game. I was okay. smart enough okay. to ignore. You know, EUA always finds a way to mess something up, except for something we're about to talk about. Uh, yes, yes. Yes. Your mama. Hey, hey. <laughs> I respect the joke, but hey. <laughs> um, all right. So, two more things I want to get into about this game. Uh, one, it is only twenty bucks right now. Twenty dollars. Is it worth twenty bucks? Yeah. Uh, yes. Why do you Maybe say that, fifteen. Jordan? I think fifteen oh. would be a fair price. Yeah, true. At the, at the current state, price. it's in. Remember when Ark first released? It was at like thirty dollars ish, and now yeah, it's sixty dollars. Now it's a fully yeah. released game. Yeah, I think they should have done Ark. something similar with Risk of Rain, since it's not a fully released game. Yeah. Maybe made it a little cheaper. I think it was even on sale when it was twenty dollars, wasn't it? Yeah, you got a second copy for free. Also, I well, well, second copy for free? the first few days of release. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, when okay. I say release, that's air quotes. So do you, you think it could be could be better than 20 bucks? It, I mean, it, I, I can imagine that the game will get better and eventually it will be worth $20. But in my opinion of the current game setup, it's only worth $15. My biggest problem with the game itself when I launched it was you start out with one class. Yeah, but uh, it's not hard to unlock the other ones. Yeah, it's not that difficult. Especially like, with friends. Yeah, I got a second well, class within the first two category. games I played. Like, different situation, but playing solo, like, because I played solo probably for a day by myself and nothing, and then I didn't get anything. Really? I yeah. played solo. And you my... got, yeah, bullcrap. You got, <laughs> yeah, I know. I played my, my second solo run, I played for 80 minutes and unlocked two characters and only was was forced to quit because I went through a portal which killed me at the end. Okay. So second second question or 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 suggestion for the game, like tell me about your guys' run before we started recording here. Like oh, baby. how, how did you guys feel first. playing through it? It just it was rough. You, hold, 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 at, hold on, hold on, hold on. First. How did you feel playing it? Um what would you like to see more from your playthrough and then what were the things that were satisfying to you? Those are good questions. Those are very good questions. Uh, I will say, I don't know if it was because Jordan brought out it may have been a connection issue, but um, you can obviously, it's not fully optimized yet because when we started getting into the later levels, <laughs> uh, on all of our PCs, we started dropping frames like crazy. And we all have pretty decently built PCs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was because of the enemies. Like the sheer amount of enemies that were on that were on and, our and screen. all the number, all the damage numbers that you see flying yeah, all the data around, flowing through oh, all yeah. those, all those it kilobytes. Was, it was a lot of stuff going on on your screen. I understand why it happened, mm-hmm. but it'd be great if they optimized it to where it doesn't happen at all. 
I think it might have been like a, a server connection issue, like uh, Carrington had mentioned that I had mentioned that um, since we were playing with Cody as the host, Cody, I don't know how how I don't have uh, great connection or internet connection here. Okay, so that could have been that could have uh, a mm, word that could have led to that helped lead to that situation, but mm-hmm. I honestly I can't know for sure. Yeah. But it's anyway. something they probably know about and they're working on. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, for and sure. If it was a, just... And if it's a connection issue, I just won't be leader next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I will say, like, as soon as you spawn in the later levels with all of us playing together, it was smooth for about two minutes and then it was just hectic. Yeah. It was glorious <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Someone, uh, I'm not mentioning names because he's not here, went down first <laughs> every time. <Zach>. Every time. <laughs> Except for the one time Carrington went down first but, in like the first we love minute. Because he's our greatest supporter on D-Live. Yeah, this is true. We appreciate you. Come but it was just, it's, it's fun. It's so much fun with friends just to sit back and just kind of turn your brains off and just yeah. shoot stuff. Yeah. What? My brain is still on when I'm playing this. Am I playing this wrong? <laughs> <laughs> do you Man. play with, with mouse keyboard or you play with controller i play with mouse and keyboard because mouse i'm not keyboard. a moron <laughs> yeah okay. i play with the nintendo switch pro controller nice <laughs> so like I, so so you're saying that so you're dumb. better than both gawky and jordan or cody and jordan because you're you play with the controller yeah, i'm not even using the xbox one controller get on my level guys Dang. wireless Wireless. Oh my goodness. I, <laughs> uh, I have a buddy who used to tell me that, oh man, yeah, controllers are far superior to mouse and keyboard. And then he bought a PC and a mouse and keyboard and he was like, oh yeah, yeah I was totally wrong. About yeah. that. He was like, I'm a pro widow player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, well, that and he plays a lot of CSGO. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I just yes. like using the Pro Controller from the Nintendo Switch just because it works on the PC. I'm just, like, dumbfounded by the fact that it works. Yeah, I'm like, it's bonkers. You know what? I like using this controller, too. So, I mean, it's I don't have a dog or a horse in either race. I just like it. All right. So I don't have a dog. I don't, not a husky. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. I don't have a dog. I don't know. It just kind of came out. I don't know why I said it. I meant to say horse, and then I just came out dog. Dogs are good. No, it's just. It's just you can don't we, have can a we dog. You're being clip? honest. I don't have a dog. But hey, George, can you change your voice and say that again? Wait, yeah. Um, I don't know. What are we feeling right now? So um, deep. I don't have a dog. <laughs> Attention, ladies and gentlemen. I don't have a dog. Bring me my pet. <laughs> yes, that, that's perfect. I like that one. All right. Okay, I'm done. Right. I need to. I need to I'm calm down. I'm smiling so hard right now. All right. Um. <sighs> all right. There's something I was gonna say, and I freaking brain farted. Again. I'm sorry. No, it was my fault. I distracted everyone. Uh, all right. No, no, no. It's back to D Live. All right. So, uh, you guys streamed this on D Live. Yes, we did for right. an hour and ten minutes. So yeah, hour and twenty. 20 that's right hour 20 it was like 85 minutes when we died so you amazing listeners can go to 
dlive.com or do, I'm sorry, net, dlive.tv TV <laughs> forward slash real news <laughs> Which, by the way, don't go to you, dlive.com. You, you get some or random actually, doctor's if office. If you want to laugh, just go to dlive.com and you'll see why we're laughing. All right, dlive.tv forward slash real news podcast. This is what we've been streaming on lately. Uh, we are mm-hmm. trialing it over Twitch. Uh, we have uh, been streaming on it every day over the last, what, week? Week and yes. a half? Every day. And uh, I think every day we'll be streaming for the next month, uh, whether it be Stardew Valley, Risk of Rain 2, Moonlighters. Uh, we are going to be streaming stuff on there. So dlive.tv forward slash Real Juice Podcast. Go over there, follow us, and uh, come say hi to us, and we'll chat with you while we're playing games. Do you, sure. want me to, do you want me to say that for you? Yes. <clears throat> dlive.tv forward slash real dudes pod podcast oh podcast (laughs) dlive.tv forward slash real dudes podcast how's that why thank you good good. sir you are welcome that is pretty fun (laughs) that was that was awesome all right uh so we're stopping here with the news. This is, this is a good segment. All right. And here's some music. Uh, all right, guys. Big news uh, over the last week. Star Wars Celebration. We've had three major, th- I, I guess technically four major things hit. Probably yes, some other four. things. Uh, but so we'll start with, um, I guess maybe. Clone Wars? Uh, yeah, start with Clone Season Wars. Season we'll 7. With so I've never watched Clone Wars. You Whoa. guys go ahead and talk what? about it and fill us in here. Whoa. Oh, is this what it feels mm-hmm. like when I tell people I haven't watched Rebels? No, no, no. Listen, listen, Shun listen. the unbeliever. Listen, <laughs> listen for a second here. I haven't watched. I started watching Clone Wars. I wanted to watch with my daughter, and she hasn't found interest in it yet. Uh, I'm waiting until she gets a little bit older, so so we can watch together. No, 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 no. no. You couldn't watch it first and then be like, "Oh my gosh, this is this awesome TV show that you have to watch now that you're old enough to appreciate it." No, because I want us to appreciate it together, and I think she is getting into the to the nerdy side of things in life right now she loves mario you're you're not considering the needs of your friends it's pretty selfish of you forget your daughter daughter. all right focus on us screw this i guess i'm gonna go watch it now (laughs) can you do a non-spoiler thing because i'm not cut up yeah i mean there's i mean season six is probably one of the best cartoon seasons no, no, season five is also really good too. The second half, like three to six, is yeah. just fantastic television. Yeah. Is it more adult oriented? Like, uh, yes. More ch- like, yeah. ma- well, it depends. Uh, yes. well, it depends. Yeah. What's your defini- definition of adult? Uh, like, I don't How's know. How's this? Like, like, the- think like more mature, like more like. I mean, not like crude or like inappropriate or something. Like, just more like realistic. Yeah, realistic. Yes. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, you still have a, like, so they eventually they go to a, a format where it's three episode arcs for a certain particular storyline. So you you get some really great storylines in those three episode arcs, and some of them are just obviously awesome. for five-year-olds. I'm oh, just talking like the, okay. the, like the Jar Jar episodes. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You're like you live and die with each mm. three arc episodes. Yeah. Okay. But then eventually they just kind of hone in on a particular kind of tone, uh, starting with I think season five, or maybe four. It's one of those two. Like, they just kind of hone in, and it's just serious. It is just solid action. Like I need yeah. to like, deal with the emo- real human emotions. Because like there's even like some fun episodes where it's just like you follow R two D two a lot in those three episode arcs, and the those are even though they're not serious, they're still really fun. Yeah. The Jar Jar episodes are just not good, though. I will say that. And I like, mean, just like the movies itself, the Jar Jar movies mm. are not good either. Oh, well, no. I mean, what is Carrington gonna don't say? Don't even agree with that. Don't, was, don't disagree gonna, with that. I was Carrington. gonna say there's good in all the movies, as Phil the Chef has once said, and I will agree with him. <laughs> that is true. There is good in all the movies. <laughs> there is some good in all the movies. That is true. Duel of yes. Fates, the uh, yes. the end fight with Count Dooku, and the whole battle yes. of Genosis, and yes. the. Uh, it's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. You <laughs> underestimate my power. Don't try it. <laughs> you know that meme? Yes, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, there is good in all the, all the movies. There is good in all of them. Anyway. Uh, yep. <laughs> I don't know. I prefer the You know, we're not yeah, even uh, Jordan right now. This <laughs> yeah, is I, I, I think I prefer the... Right? <laughs> I prefer the meme where it's uh, Michael Jackson standing there while he's burning. <laughs> Annie, are you okay? <laughs> That's great, and I haven't even seen it. Uh, I have not seen that. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> now I have smooth criminals stuck in my head. You're and I will say to Kyle, like there's even two ways of watching the Clone Wars series, which is fantastic, which I've done as well. Somebody's looking it up right now, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Right. Hold yeah, on, give me a second. I got you. <laughs> Wiki. So with Clone Wars, you can watch it in the order everything was released, like a natural Star One Wars through, fan, whatever. Whereas yeah. like the movie, the Clone Wars movies first, and then you watch the TV show. Oh, and then I know there's you're also, going with this. Yeah, and then there's also the chronological way, which makes the show even better. Because the the show does jump around a lot and can make things a little confusing. And we're talking not just a few episodes here and there. We're talking seasons. Like there's, if you're doing chronologically, there's even times where you. In the first few, I'd say, 20 episodes, we were jumping between seasons one, two, and three quite often. Wow. Well, if I may chime in, let me tell you why. Nope. All right, on the next one. <laughs> just kidding. No, go ahead. No, that's that's fair. I don't I don't blame you. If you ever want to shut me down, just do it. Anyway. No, no, go, go. I, so I like the, your opinions. The, the, my, um, my argument for watching it in the chronological order, I don't care if you watch it in the chronological order, the way, I mean, by the way it was released... Watch mm-hmm. it in the way it was released versus watching it in the chronological. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Cody. Now we see the meme. <laughs> what? <laughs> watching Someone it in the chronological order. I, I need to minimize this. Cody just uh, put in chat, uh, Annie, are you okay, mean? meme? 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 M-E-A-N? <laughs> <A> meme, meme. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, sorry, Jordan. So, yes, watch it in the release order because that's the way the storytellers want you to watch it. Just Mm -hmm. like most of Christopher Nolan's movies, everything happens in a very out of order context. And it's up, it's, he's making, he's leaving it up to the viewer to piece it all in their mind to have everything fit together by itself. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. I I just will say that if, as a newcomer for Kyle, who's never seen the episode, just be aware that it does it jump around. It jump it does jump around jump, wide off. Jump, jump, jump around. Jump up, jump up, jump, get down. Okay, so you remember, put that other one up there. Which one? 
the one that you've been hit by, you've been struck by yeah. a smooth general. <laughs> smooth general. I hate you. All right. Uh, so I will say, even watching it, watching the show, you know, week to week as it was released, I remember, you know, even wondering, like, did we miss an episode? Yep. And then, like, you will go through that, those kinds of thoughts and feelings. So, all right. So, Clone Wars, new season's coming out. Mm-hmm. Eventually, and I will watch that. I will binge that. I promise you all it will happen. When the thing that, that is also coming out is The Mandalorian, which oh is coming out on <laughs> Disney+. Plus. I just got chills. I just got chills. Oh and man. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it. This is the last thing I'm going to say about this before you all dive into that. Uh, I was When I heard that there was a teaser trailer, like whatever, on YouTube, I looked it up, and it was recorded from the from the the uh, celebration. I was disappointed. I thought it was like a full like 1080 4K trailer, and it was just phone recorded. 1080 4K. Uh, ten, it was <laughs> my 4K favorite 1080. definition. <laughs> uh, it's a little mixture in between both. It work. It's where it cuts in both. Uh, uh, the the show looks. Really cool. I'm excited. I will sign up for Disney Plus, but you know, I was expecting oh, yeah. like, more there's from no what I saw. reason to not sign up for Disney Plus. Yes. Honestly. Oh, especially from your stupid Instagram polls that you had. Oh, whatever. I know. Yeah. I have a lot of weird, dumb friends. <laughs> but I don't know how, how, uh, what was it? Monsters Inc. beat Toy Story. How did that happen? Honestly, how that doesn't make sense. To me. I don't know. The, the final matchup was Lion King really versus Monsters, Monsters Inc. Inc. I but I didn't Lion vote. King I didn't won. vote for that. I didn't vote. But I really like Monsters Inc. I like Story Toy Story a lot too. But Monsters Inc. was a good Disney movie as well. Pixar Disney. Mm. <laughs> okay. Don't agree. Whatever. It's okay. I don't. I don't. I don't. No, I don't know. And I mean, who am I? Who am I? I'm just some guy who thinks that one thing is better than the other on the All internet, complaining the about and you that. love Fortnite. Mm. It is your favorite. <laughs> oh, hey, God. speaking of Fortnite, you know. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't Fortnite have is dying, and I'm happy. I have nothing. It is dying. Anyways. Uh, Mandalorian guys, uh, give it, give us like a three minute thought on the game or uh, the game, the, the, <laughs> the <game>. show. <laughs> I think John Favreau is really Genius. good at telling stories. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think he's really, even his oh. earlier stuff like Zathura. I love Zathura. Zathura is really good. Yeah. 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 And like, that was his, was that his directorial debut? I believe it was. Ooh, I'd, I'd have to double check. Yeah. I don't know, but that, that is one of his earlier movies that he directed. Um, so that's when I became a John Favreau fan as far as his directorial stuff is concerned. And I am looking forward to The Mandalorian very much because he – I don't know if he's directing the entire show, but he at least directed at least the first episode and he's involved in it. And you can clearly see his his touch, his his stuff, you know, oozing all over it in a very, very good way. And I don't know how he has time because he's also doing the Lion King movie. Like, how does this dude have time to do anything? Anyway, he has time to do what he loves, bro. This, this is you, true. So, true. so from the teaser they showed on YouTube and stuff, like they talked about it being more serious, like uh, darker, realistic type story to Star Wars. Do you think that it will be more mature? Like. I think it'll be more mature in the way that maybe something like Revenge of the Sith was more mature. Yeah. Because that was that's 
that was the first PG-13 Star Wars film, but not yeah. in a way that it would close off an entire like audience. audience. Yeah. yeah, It's more mature to the fact that there are less, less Jedis. Mm-hmm. Like, in so my opinion, it. I think the whole concept of Jedi bring in a more a, a younger audience and that can uh, shake the or I guess direct the leeway of how they're going to tell this story because you know the force and the Jedi are this whole mystical being and everyone's fascinated by it but there are a lot of people who are invested in the, the expanded universe and the storylines of people who aren't Jedi and people who are like living at the, the lower depths of Coruscant yeah and well, I think like there was a yeah. there was a whole game that was canceled that was based on that concept I think you're absolutely right. I mean, because realistically, Rogue One is the best of all the movies that, like, the Star Wars, you know, that that is like a little debatable. I changed my mind. I can't, honestly. (laughs) I love The Last Jedi, and no one can change my mind about that. I know. Sorry, I threw up in my mouth. Um, but it's 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 a weird universe because now, right now, it's so hit or miss. With the first three uh, Star Wars movies came out, everyone was like. Yeah, Return of the Jedi wasn't that great. And that was it. And then episode one came out and everyone hated it. Then episode two came out and all the kids loved it, but everyone else hated it. Episode three came out and they were like, oh, okay, this one's okay. But still, most people hated it. It's a very toxic fan base, in my opinion, which is why I'm a fan of Star Wars movies, but not the Star Wars fan base. Yeah, I can agree with that. I've never had a Star Wars movie that I was not a fan of until The Last Jedi. So I don't think I'm one of those that's like impossible to please. Wait, hold on. you like the the episodes one three more than the Last Jedi? Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Give me more Adam Driver, <laughs> and I'm a happy man. Yeah, like the uh, in my opinion. Oh well, no. The, see, I the mean, more I think about your it, own, obviously. I saw. I watched someone did a a um a video essay on the Last Jedi. And they brought up the scene where Rey and Kylo were fighting all of the armed guards of Snoke. And how, it, like, when I first saw that, that was amazing. And in my opinion, it was better oh, than yeah. Duel of Fates. No, not, no not, but it was good. The soundtrack wasn't as good, but it was better than Duel of Fates. But then he started pointing out a bunch of stuff in the background. All the extras in the fighting scene were not actually putting in a realistic fight. And mm-hmm. it's much it's much easier to choreograph two or three dudes fighting each other Instead of, you know, 12 people fighting each other. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's hit or miss with a lot of people. I'll stop talking and you guys can move on to another topic. You're good. good. Um, So, I mean, I guess we'll just go around the table real quick so we can go on to the next two big things that were announced at the the celebration. Are you guys excited for the TV show? The series? Yes. Yes. Um, like I said, I'm a huge John Favreau fan. I'm excited to see where they're going to take this in particular. And it looks like we may get more of IG-88, who is a fan favorite of, you know, if you're a fan of the expanded universe type stuff. So they're giving, I feel like they're giving a little bit to all the different fans out there, whether mm-hmm. you're a huge Star Wars fan or if you're just like a casual Star Wars fan kind of thing. Because IG-88 is a very small character who has literally maybe 30 seconds of screen time in empire strikes back right you know it's just one of those things that if you net if you've only watched the movies you would never know who he is but at the Mm -hmm. same time if you read the books and all that stuff you would know who he is of course because he's one of the he's 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 a really good bounty hunter yeah yeah Yeah. 
basically. So I'm excited to see where this goes. And it's our first live action Star Wars TV show. And, you know, I was groaning and moaning about another subscription-based service to, to go with. Because Disney Plus is subscription based, I believe it's seven ninety nine, six ninety nine, six ninety nine. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And at the same time, like seeing that Mandalorian trailer convinced me to try to basically sign it. up for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, worth it at least. Anyone, anyone else want to add to that? Uh, do you know? Do we know if they're doing like a release all at once or release on a weekly basis? That's a good question. That's a I good don't question. Know. I don't know. Yeah, they have because said. if you're paying. What six ninety nine for four episodes a month? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll wait. I'll wait three months and then do yeah. it, and then watch. And the rest, episodes. I mean, the rest of the Disney uh, movies are are all yours and their TV shows. Yeah, I can watch the entire all the seasons of Phineas and Ferb, dude. <laughs> Fantastic let me tell you, cartoon. absolutely. I, I have a prediction that that Disney Plus is going to give Netflix a run for their money. One, yep. they own Marvel. They own Star Wars and they own every other franchise known to mankind. I think they no, own twenty three percent of the the television market. Anything, yeah. Yeah, night. anything yeah. that's their property is going to be on that streaming service. So, so yeah, it, yeah, totally. And and they, I mean, Daredevil is associated with Marvel. De- uh, not Deadpool. Uh, well, I mean, he no, is, Deadpool, yes, yes. But, but it is like, he is uh, now. Yeah, Pun- Punisher and all that. Like the the shows that were big hits on Netflix. Are associated with Marvel, so they canceled all those shows. I would be surprised to see them bring those shows back onto Disney Plus. That is true. Although yeah. Hulu also has a lot of Disney stuff, they have ABC shows and a bunch of other properties that belong to Disney. They do I, have a Marvel show as well on Hulu. I can't remember I, what it's called. Though. I still think that those. I still think that some of the shows are reported over Disney Plus. It so wouldn't surprise me. I Some mean, of these Daredevil, shows are. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Daredevil was successful on Netflix, was it not? Like people. It was. Yeah. Why would they cancel that show on Netflix? Because. Oh my God. Tell executives. Me. Tell me. Executives. Okay. That's, okay. that's all I have to say. People who so don't bra- know what's good for the public. People right. who don't realize that. There is a beloved show, but the numbers aren't high enough, so we got to... Or Disney says, hey, let's cancel this now before things get, you know, kind of too involved with Netflix, and we'll bring it back on Disney+. Plus. If they do that, that's fine. True. I could see that happening, though. True. But I think it's a good thing as far as... uh, getting back to more of the star Wars aspect of it and having stuff like that on there. I think that it's good because I think that, uh, and I possibly Disney saw the error of their ways with the solo movie that they were just getting to the point where they were going to start to saturate the market to the degree. I think mm. that people didn't appreciate star Wars as much. And I have an argument for that. Of course you do. <laughs> I will say though, I will say, cause I mean, cause Jake or Jummet and I have talked about this at length. Um, they need a Kevin Fage, Fage, the guy who oversees Fage? the whole MCO or MCO MCU universe. U. They need that for Star Wars. I would not surprise me if they hired somebody to do that for Star Wars and kind of just regroup and just go back at it again. That's because we because we would we were we are uh, at the moment we are seeing two to three Marvel movies a year, which is insane Good. if you think about it. 
Yeah. And we're getting one Star Wars movie a year, and people are saying they're tired of it. I highly doubt that. Is it one a year or two a year? Uh, they're they're going to be shortening it after Endgame. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm talking about Star Wars movies. Oh, yeah. it's yeah, one. That's one a year right now. Is it? Yeah. Well, I think that they might be able to get away with the problem with Star Wars is, is they haven't had the... Uh, the property long enough. Well, and the just the simple fact that they're not they're not brave enough. That's their issue. It's not yeah. They're, yeah. they're mining the exact same well over and over and over again. The reason why they've been able to release so many Marvel movies and it's been totally accepted for the most part is because yeah, it's all in the same universe, but it's different characters. The storylines are different, even if they're a bit you know a bit of a formula to them. But it's like Skywalker this and Sky and I love the whole thing, but like it's done, like it's over. And, and that's need- why I think they're and like because like let's face it, Carrington. I know you and I've had these conversations, and I'm sure that everybody here will essentially agree. That like if they had gone with like some old Republic movies or a Jedi Academy type movie, Ooh. I mean, there's so many different ways they could have gone with this Jedi Outcast. That would be fun. Yeah, exactly. That like anything like that, they could have gone so many different ways, uh, and. Instead, they're like, no, let's tell you about Han Solo and destroy the mystique of this beloved character and make a terrible movie while we're at it. And it's like, nobody wanted terrible. that. Yes, terrible. I don't know. I mean, not terrible. last Jedi terrible, but terrible. Oh Listen, I, I think that they would get away with making TV shows because I think we live in the era or generation where TV shows are better than movies. Yes. Yes, yeah, Stranger Things is a perfect example of that. Yes, exactly. Yes. So give us 13, 12 to thirteen hours of of a story, mm-hmm. and I don't care if you release it all in the same day or re- or you release it over twelve weeks. I prefer the twelve weeks personally because that gives me more time to like soak in what I've watched throughout that week. I can agree with that because I did binge Stranger Things season two. Like in a day, oh. in one day, and um, even though it was great, you know, storytelling at the same time, it's it was nice just, to space it was it too out. much. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think if they did that with Star Wars, because Star Wars is such a vast universe, they could they could develop the story they want to. They could add, you know, more stuff in into the story. They could add or whatever they wanted to it, some stuff. or subtract. Yeah, <laughs> subtract some stuff. Like there, there is so much more they could do with a TV show than they could do a movie. Yeah, I'd agree. Like I said, they they just need to they need to really broaden out in the Star Wars universe because there's yeah. an infinite amount of material there, and like what they've been dealing with, like they've just beat it to death, and it's time yeah. to move forward. Yep. And like I said, if they hired someone like Kevin who oversees the MCU, if they had someone in a, that same position to oversee Star Wars, which I do think they need would be fantastic to not necessarily you know have everything tie into each other but just kind of for those fans for us fans that have been there for since you know forever to just kind of have simple nods to everything just kind of tie everything together would be great i agree because if you watch a marvel film you don't have to i mean we're at a point now where you have to watch all of them but when it first started out, you didn't have to watch, you know, this movie and that movie to get the overall picture. You could still enjoy Iron Man or Captain America as movies as themselves or on, yes. on their own. Yeah. Still haven't seen Captain Marvel. That's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, okay. You it's fine. Yeah. You don't need to see yeah. it. Yeah, it's not I a figured. must see. It's, it's in the middle. It's not the worst. It's not the best. It's, it's okay. like a strong six. Yeah. 
That's uh, fair. Yeah, that's actually a really fair rating for that. So thank you. So, I like to think that I'm pretty fair with my ratings, including The Last Jedi and Solo. No, you're wrong on that. But <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Oh, okay. As, so is this is this all coming around to the new uh, Star Wars game that was announced? So we're gonna go to the game that's and last. then finish off. Okay. Of, well, wait. I thought the game was last. It, it doesn't. Well, I kind of thought because. I think in the general public, the movie is the biggest thing. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. To me, to me, the game was bigger than the movie, but that's my personal opinion. So yeah, but it's EA. So well, so true, it's Daddy. respawn. All right, all right. Yeah, it, it is, is respawn. Exactly. It is respawn. We have that, that the game is, is Titanfall one, two, and Apex Legends with yeah. very little EA interference. Hey, you know how yeah. much I love the Titanfall series characters. Once again, we've discussed that. However, mm-hmm. anything that EA touches, you have to be skeptical. I'm not saying it's going to be bad. But you have to go in like very wary. But like right, here's my thing though. Here's my thing though, because respawn is they're they're gangsters. They are OG. They will <laughs> not allow EA to touch their stuff. Because like Apex Legends, we almost did not get yep. which, and and respawn fought for it, and EA eventually caved in and said okay, and now we have this wonderful free to play battle royale game that we and have. And EA that is, has a lot of money now. Yeah, exactly. And so now what I have heard and have been confirmed, EA has not touched Fallen Order. They Good. have no say in it. It is all respawn. Okay. All right. So initial reactions around the table. Fallen ooh, Order. Ooh, this ooh. game. Oh. W- <laughs> yeah. Like, what are your thoughts on this game? Jordan. <laughs> so <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, my initial my initial thought of it was I was getting a lot of Jedi Outcast vibes from it. it not a very, bad thing because that no, is no. probably no. that is probably my favorite Star Wars game besides Knights of the Republic one. My main like I have one small issue with it and that's the you whole You better not say the fact that it show gameplay. No 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 no. Okay. I don't care about that. I don't mind I don't mind game gameplay or trailers. That's all, you know, whatever. My main issue with the storyline is that, oh, it's another person who is actually a Jedi, but, you know, the Jedi aren't around anymore, and he has to be secretive about it, that whole story arc. I think it's a little overdone, and it's a little cliche, but if the game is good, I won't complain. And plus, we're getting the guy from Joker from Gotham playing the main dude, and he's a really good actor. Yeah, that's true. I agree. Uh, the, the trailer to the game gave me, and, and this is me personally speaking, gave me more goosebumps than episode nine trailer. Really? Yes. Really? Whoa. Because now, now hear me you out. You didn't like and the I'm, last I, Jedi. And I'm, I know I did. <laughs> no one did. Oh, you did? Okay. I've, I've definitely enjoyed the most recent Star Wars movies, but we haven't had a good Star Wars game in a while. That is true. And the fact that they went full on story with this, like, I I would love to spend fifteen twenty hours of of a game in the Star Wars universe with what they've presented. If the game is even that long, if if it's that long, you know, I could spend five to six hours in the Star Wars universe if they presented it the way they did with the trailer. No, what was the last good single player Star Wars game? Force Unleashed. Hmm. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, that's fair. Force Unleashed 2 was too short. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The single player campaign to Battlefront 2 was cliche. Connect it was Star, good, Wars. Star Wars. It was Star Wars good. Connect. It wasn't great. It was good. 
Uh, but I wouldn't call it great because you said great single player. It was experience. a strong six to uh, borrow his <laughs> rating from. <laughs> the uh, the last Star Wars single player game I played was Bounty Hunter. Oh yes, man, that was a good Ooh. game. And, that that, was and good I enjoyed one. that game a lot. The too. controls were terrible, but the game was good. Yeah, yeah. it has not it aged was awesome. well. <laughs> it, was, no. it was awesome at the time. Yeah. Well, if we're talking about ones that have a little Republic Commando. Republic Commando oh, was yes. fantastic. Gosh, that is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I wish there were that, more games like that. Republic Commando still holds up today, actually. To this yeah. day, yeah. to this day, I still want to know what happened to Sev. Where is he? Yeah. Is he okay? Are they going to find him? Just saying. Yeah. And there's a whole backstory to why we never got a sequel, but that's another story for another day. Executives, yeah. Please don't as Jordan tell me would about say. it. I don't want to be it, is no, it is literally executives. Like, there is no... Like, I know the backstory, <laughs> and it is literally executives. So, so I guess we can all say that we are equally excited to kind of see a new Star Wars game coming out. Is it mm-hmm. something that you will be picking up in the future, or is it something that you will be like, eh, it's, a, it's so another game coming out? I will say this. Yes, I will be picking up on launch day. I might even pre-order it. Because, Andrew, I know how you feel about this, I'm but because... This argument. I don't Andrew, want Kirby to kill close himself. Close your mic. Close my mic. While you're at it, close your headphones, too. All right, bye, guys. I get it. <laughs> if, you, if you pre-order it through Battlefront 2, you can get the deluxe version for 50 bucks. I am Ooh. all for that. That's not Excuse bad. me? So Say that wait again. a minute. There's actual value? Say that again? Hold yes. on. Hold on. Say yeah. it again. If you pre-order... Through Battlefront 2, you can get Stop. the deluxe version for like 50 bucks. That, it's that, like 50 or 55 bucks. That doesn't make cheaper, any sense. How can you buy cheaper, a game through another game? Cheaper than the Carrington. base model and, game. Answer Jordan's question. Don't ask me. Ask EA. They're the ones who <laughs> come up with that stuff. You if you open our Battlefront 2 game, you'll find the link to our <laughs> other game. Like, no, if that's, what, what? If that's the case, that's pretty cool because yeah. my complaint has always, my main complaint with pre-ordering has always been like they don't actually give you anything. Yeah, and but yeah. You just like, <clears throat> so there's actual value there. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know what the deluxe version comes with, but it's better than spending seventy bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the twenty bucks. Is, if I have Battlefront for Xbox, but I want the single player Ooh. for PlayStation, I can't do or that. PC. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. Hmm. Or PC, yeah, Jordan. Yeah, but, but that is that is an option you have, though. All right. All right. Hmm. Believe you. Yeah, I mean, I when I saw the trailer, I'm like, yes, take my money. I will buy it day one. And then I read online, hey, if you pre-order it through Battlefront 2, you can get the, you know, a Let's cheaper see I, version. See if, if I can get Battlefront 2 for five bucks. Yeah. If you buy Battlefront <laughs> 2, then you'll be able to buy our game for $50. <laughs> no, if, that's the, if that's the case, I could see actually pre-ordering it. However, if it's not the case, oh, hey, no, it's different. Because like what? I said, Find out my, my, happens, my argument has always been that there's no value there. You're just giving them their money blindly, which is encouraging them to cut cool. corners. Well, we'll have to find out. I appreciate your commitment. All right. Uh, the big news. Jordan, I want you to do the title of the new Star Wars movie in a in a voice. Oh, okay. uh, what do you what do you want right now? Uh, I just, got I got just, some. Just do it, man. Just All throw right. it. Darth Vader. Uh, something, I don't know. Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. That was so amazing. That was great. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> All right. Yeah, if you want, uh, if you want professional voiceovers, my Fiverr link will be in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, I need you to teach me how to do your voiceovers. 
It's I so easy, dude. Like I'll teach I into Snoop Power. All right. Uh, so the new Star Wars Episode Nine came out later this year. Uh, the teaser, let alone a two and a half minute teaser, released. That's the only thing yes, I'm watching. Sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I not mean, watching any other trailers. I'm keeping my direct you're staying TV to that teaser. Off. Yes, I'm a tease. All right. Thoughts. I want thoughts here. I want your your. I want your theories. I want your thoughts. I want everything that you think about this movie. What what could be coming? You know, like what is happening in this movie? Because there are theories that I've heard that to me make sense, but. Could also be, you know, completely wrong. Okay, the only thing I will I will chime in. The only thought I really have on it, because so many things that I speculated on Last Jedi, so many hopes that I laid upon it were left unfulfilled. So, I will say the one thing, like the laugh at the end. Okay, is it either Palpatine's Force Ghost, or is it a clone? That's all I, that's all I want to know. Like, which... Mm. Hasn't the two? it been confirmed that it's the Emperor, though? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ian McKellen was, uh, or what, is that his name? Not Ian McKellen. Ian. Ian McDermott. McDermott, thank you. Was watching the trailer. Stop it. Was watching the trailer <laughs> with everyone, and he was like, Play it again. <laughs> <laughs> he did that. Uh, um, so it was obviously him. So it's, and- I don't think. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be a clone because the whole cloning process was shut down by the Empire, wasn't it? Well, in Battlefront 2, which is canon, which is, and I'm talking about the new Battlefront 2, he is in it as well. Yep. Well, I'm just saying, like, if you go into the expanded universe, there were, like, several variations of him having clones, having made of himself and basically having to defeat him again. So, yeah. And Disney may be pulling from that because Thrawn is now canon as well, as well as a couple other things. So they are pulling from the expanded universe in a way. So it wouldn't surprise me if they pulled this as well. All right. So, brief of this breakdown of the trailer because, just like for me, I am very ex- excited by simple things, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the fact that the trailer opened with Ray doing a uh, flipping backflip, <laughs> <laughs> flipping uh, backflip over Kylo's ship like that was just like cinematically to me that was impressive and just awesome to watch. Was that Kylo's ship? Yes, well, that is Kylo's. Yeah. That is Kylo's. Huh. Okay, that makes it that makes it much better in my opinion. I'm a huge Kylo Ren fan. I'm a huge Adam Driver fan in general. He's a cool um, dude. Yeah. And so that is, I can say with confidence, that was at least Kylo's TIE fighter. They didn't show who was driving it or flying it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it may not be Kylo actually in inside, but at the same time, I feel like it was because he's in a freaking ship. He, if he wanted to kill Rey, right. he would have shot at her from far off. <clears throat> now let me, I'm going to say this before Andrew gets a chance. The whole point, or I guess the whole story arc of this trailer was that everything that was in the last Jedi is coming back. Basically Kylo's fixing his mask. There's a new emperor of something and they're going to be addressing the whole Snoke thing. And, uh, I mean, honestly, it's, it's a tough comparison because 
the whole ending of The Empire Strikes Back was left completely cold, and it was so confusing to a lot of people. I didn't watch it when it first debuted, so I can't say for sure, but these are the impressions that I get from other people who did see it. It was confusing, and it was left with a lot of more it was left with more questions than it answered, and everything was resolved by the next movie. Right? I can confirm from people that have that were alive. Um the Empire Strikes Back had the same feeling of The Last Jedi of today. Cool. Then I'm glad I'm on the right side of history. <laughs> and, and it wasn't until the 90s that The Empire Strikes Back was seen as one of the best Star Wars films known to mankind. Mm, can't wait for my 90s. <laughs> Which is probably going to be like the late 20s or early 30s. Right, right. And and that's just how it was between critics and fans. That's just how yeah. it was. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Andrew. I know you have something to say. No, no, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. We all know where I stand on this. <laughs> okay. Very well. Cody? Are you excited for episode nine? Sorry, I just want to ask Andrew this. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm st- I'm still a huge Star Wars fan. I've not lost all faith or all hope or anything like that. I personally think it all hinges on this. Uh, this trilogy will be judged on this this last movie. Episode nine yes. will make the difference. It's either going to be a absolute dumpster fire, or it could honestly be a really awesome trilogy. But they have got a lot of work to do. My personal issue, like, is that they should have had J.J. Abrams direct all three of them. All three of them. I yeah. think that whoever I don't even remember his name, Ryan probably, Johnson. Ryan. I, I, just I love want him. to hear. I love it. him I as a director. Want to hear it. He's an idiot. <laughs> and I think that he came in with this attitude of like, okay, well, he just set me up pretty much like a New Hope 2.0 with uh, Force Awakens. So, like you said, he's like, I, I realize they're trying to follow that concept of, uh, you know, Empire Strikes Back with that one. But I think he was like so convoluted and so far up his own butt that he just completely ruined everything. Like well, instead of actually going in several more viable routes. He's like, no, I'm going to do my own thing and forge my own path, and it's going to be awesome, and it turned out awful. Well, yes, no, no. I, my, okay, I'm going to keep this brief because I don't want to, you know, drag this on for too long. The reason why he, the way, the reason why he went the way he did was because he wanted to break the mold of, you know, all your typical uh, cookie-cutter Star Wars movies. He wanted to show that there, you can do anything you want with this Star Wars universe, and there's nothing holding you back. The creativity level of all of the previous creators, including George Lucas, have gotten so, you know, predictable. So the fact that he brings back the whole concept of anyone, not not necessarily anyone, but almost everyone has the ability to become special, to become a hero. Like that young kid who, you know, pulled the broom right, towards him yeah. at the end of the movie. And the whole, uh, uh, let's see. But he's still special because he's clearly force sensitive, so... Right. Ergo, nothing's changed. Like you still are special, even if it's not like, even if you're not wealthy or well known. Like the kid is born with an innate power and ability that you can't just get get through hard work. Like you're given it or you're not. But then he also becomes an outcast right. in that universe, in the, because of the whole the Jedi Order is extinct. People see him as a freak, kind of like in the X Men mutant universe. Like I said, I'm just, you're never going to convince me. It'll take right, 20 well, years, I just, and I even then, I don't know that I'll still ever believe it. I just, 
I mean, the way that like Luke went out was like a punk. I'm sorry. That's like I know there's explanations <laughs> for it, but it did not mm-hmm, suit me mm-hmm. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, but the whole oh Bubba she's this like general lady. But, you know, I'm sure she's got this really good plan, but she's not going to tell anybody for reasons that are completely unreasonable yeah, I, as to why I, she I would explain that. that. And, and like, I promise you she is a war hero, so just trust her implicitly and blindly, and it'll work out, okay? Even though you've never met her before in your life. I, I understand that. Like, it was really stupid. And the whole Kanto bite sequence was unnecessary. Yeah, the whole, oh, and it's like, oh, there's just only this one hacker who can actually do yep. this thing, but, oh, you just have to find this random dude in this Benicio cell that can do the exact same thing. Yeah. And it's just just like wow really no it, it was it was awful dude like and besides that like there really has as of yet there's not even been a good lightsaber fight like truly between like two masters of the craft like uh-uh. nope they're not masters what they have not studied any form of lightsaber battling well that's what i'm saying like there's uh, no that's what i'm getting at there's been like nothing like they barely fought in the first episode but like that's that's what star wars is about it's like the lightsaber fights at least something and like the first yeah, one basically had nothing. Like that no. one was it was a slight tease, but not that great. And then the third room thing the doesn't count. Regards. It's no. What's that now? But the, you can't you can't have them being being all Yoda and flipping all over the place because they have no they have not had any practice with it these. It doesn't have weapons. to be that. It doesn't have to be Yoda. It just has to be like there's just not enough Jedi in this whole freaking series, really. Like, right, because the Jedi are gone. Whisper. Hold on, hold on, stop. So here's a theory that was presented to me the other day. Which is a very interesting theory. I don't agree with it, but I do like the way it sounds. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying like this is what's happening. This is true, but it is interesting to think about. So, Rise of the Skywalker is the title of the new movie, Episode Nine. Rise of Skywalker. Rise. All right. Excuse me, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Rise <Sorry>. of Skywalker. <laughs> all right. Uh, You'll so get it one day. The, Jedi are gone. They're done away with. Skywalker is taking place of the name Jedi. So like, dude. Okay, okay. If you, if you say, on, if you say Gray Jedi, they already no, had no, their no, opportunity no, to do that no, last no, freaking no. movie, and they <laughs> no, didn't no, go no. the Gray Jedi route because Luke had to be all sullen and no, all. No, no. I'm just I'm saying, like, you. Jedi. Jedi, the term Jedi is done away with, and Skywalker is taking place as Jedi. So, Je- so Skywalker is the new Buddha of today. Like, oh, like, like Return of the Jedi, but like the rise of Skywalker. As oh, yeah, yeah. So oh. Jedi is done with. Skywalker is here. It is the. All right, I I hate saying this about Star Wars, but if you really think about it, like quote unquote, it like, like. <sighs> Quote unquote, like re- <laughs> religiously <laughs> speaking. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, tread lightly. I, I am. So, so you think of Jedi being like a religion. Mm-hmm. Skywalker itself has has taken place over Jedi as a religion. So, people that have this force are considered a Skywalker, not a Jedi. Uh... Okay. I'm gonna yeah, I'm stop following. there because I don't want to get too deep into this. No, I'm but following. like, but like, I'm, I'm with you so far. And, and this is not my theory. Someone presented this to me. It in some ways it does make sense. In other ways, it's like stupid. <laughs> and where can we find this theory so we can dive deeper into uh, it on our I own time? I think it is a YouTube channel called. Let me 
second here. Well, my phone's dead. I can't tell you right now. But there, but it is a theory on on YouTube that someone mentioned to me. It could be Star Wars theory. Let me check. I, I'll I'll find out. Yeah, but like, I mean, Star Wars fan. In, in a way, like that's not totally far fetched. Depends on how they do it. It's yeah. possible that could yeah. be a salvageable because theory. If Skywalker is dead, if Luke is dead, and he is the the greatest, the the oh, best yeah. of yeah. his art yeah. of his 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 knowing the Force, people could be copying that and basing their Force powers, their their beliefs off of his Example. originality. Interesting. I completely follow you, and that is. Something to, you know, sleep on. Yeah. And like I said, I'm not coming up with this. Well, and so then that would that I've be heard. possible, essentially delayed delivery of what I think that the last step, like the last movie, among other things, should have been or could have been about the basically essentially a great Jedi then is what yeah. you're saying. Because yeah, it's like he is a great Jedi and they are basing all of their their powers and beliefs off of his Legacy, which I think is so perfectly 2019. I mean, yes. think about it. <laughs> yeah. It is because anymore, like everybody's like, well, it's all gray area. There really is no yep. like extremes. Don't work in this world for good or for bad. Like there's always you know layers and two sides. It's so uh, yeah, it, it fits for the time frame and the world we're living in. And you think out of the last movie, like his sacrifice, like his, you know, projecting himself spoilers into that situation. <laughs> oh, whatever. And and sacrificing his life into that situation, like people could look back and like, dude, he he saved you know that entire crew that was inside that bunker and what whatnot. Like, I mean, they could go places with that that theory. I just and I will say something. too, like a lot of people are saying, like, oh well, this this Star Wars movies that we have now are too much a product of our time. But every Star Wars trilogy we've had is a product of its time, admittedly. Yeah, so, I mean, even even with the prequels, I'll say that because we were all alive for the prequels. I mean, George Lucas pulled a lot of modern-day things into the prequels to bring them out to a way for us to talk about them. Because, yeah. like, for example, when uh, Anakin tells Obi-Wan that if you're not with me, you're my enemy, that is something George Bush said uh, in a speech uh, after 9-11. So that is that... That is not something new to Star Wars, that whole concept of bringing things from that are happening today into a Star Wars movie. Yeah. I agree. It's clever storytelling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, it really yeah. is. And I will say, too, yeah, like a lot of people disagree with The Last Jedi. I am one who is a believer in it, and I did not like Luke Skywalker as a character until The Last Jedi. That yeah. is just my opinion. Sorry, Andrew. Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> I you can feel that way if you want. Right. I'm not right. here to tell anybody that they're wrong. I just know that I'm right. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. Like I said, like everyone's entitled to their own opinions, and and if that is the truth, like if if that theory is true, kudos to the person that thought of that because that mm-hmm. is, I mean, that in, in a way that is genius. Well, it's the only thing like that that's like kind of. These theories, some people like produce these amazing theories, and it's like if that was actually the case, 
oh my freaking goodness, that would be incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I really think sometimes like, you almost set yourself up to be disappointed because they yeah, don't yeah. go with that. Yeah. And then it's like, wait a minute, this is a way that better makes, story arc. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. Just like yeah. real exactly, quick, yeah. real quick, like flex. I've, I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Cody. Yeah. If I've said this before, I know that's how, like, how much you love it. But like with Mass Effect, with that whole ridiculous ending, and like there was a fan theory that circulated out there after the ending that pretty much explained away all of their mistakes and was an incredible, like mind blowing theory. And they were they even specifically came out and they're like, Yeah, that theory that's going around that's really amazing and makes us look like geniuses. Yeah, it's not true. Like it was totally this other thing that was way <laughs> crappier. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying. That's so like, sad. It was. It I was. was sad. I will add this though as well. Take it or leave it. You can love it or hate it as you wish. With your viewpoint on the man himself, uh, I in during Star Wars Celebration, it was confirmed that George Lucas was brought in to assist with Episode Nine. Nice, interesting. He, he yeah. has not directed it. He is he's just helped oversee it. Ideas like how Spielberg consulted with the first couple Star Wars movies, right? Correct. Yeah, in that same similar kind of role. Yeah, my last statement on it, I'll leave the floor completely open to you guys from here on out. My last statement is that if this one is done right, it could salvage the whole thing. But if it's done wrong, it will go down as the worst trilogy thus far, hmm. unquestionably. Canto Bite Part 2. <laughs> Return of the Rogues. I don't know. Whatever. All right. So, this episode has been full of... Uh, well, about 20% indie games <laughs> and the rest Star Wars. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you can follow us on realdudespodcast.com. We have our links there for Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, Twitter being realdudes underscore podcast or Twitter underscore. Oh my Twitter gosh. underscore. <laughs> no, no, no. Realdudes underscore pod. And that's on Twitter. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, realdudespodcast. Uh, if you have questions, if you want us to discuss certain topics on the podcast, email us at podcast at realdudespodcast.com. Uh, Carrington, where can they find our merch? Realdudes.com slash store. And uh, it'll take you to a wonderful place to like Spreadshirt, where you can find things like shirts, uh, mugs, cups, uh, bandanas for your dog, all that stuff, all that cup heads. Stuff. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, cup heads. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've got a pretty big interview coming up here in the next couple of days, which will be released uh, the following week because it'll be out on Monday. The I can't get my computer to work. <laughs> <laughs> Monday, twenty second. So, okay, so our interview will be out on the 29th, hopefully, as long as everything goes according to plan. Um, so yeah, stick tuned uh, to that. And, and if you have your Star Wars series, if you think this is the greatest trilogy, 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 if this is the worst trilogy, uh, uh, just just send us a message on Twitter. Add us on Twitter. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, if if you are playing a game that we have played and you have different feelings on the, the game itself, you want to review the game, let us know, and we will mention your review on the game. And don't forget to follow us on dlive.tv slash Podcast because we are streaming every single day this month. Mm-hmm. We love it. All right. 
Uh, Jordan, thank you for coming on. Cody, thank you Anytime. for coming on. <laughs> Andrew, thank you for coming on. Carrington, thank you for coming on. Everyone, thank you. 2019 is going to be a big, big year for us. We love you, and uh, have a rad day.